Hemshechayim Beis. We uh, just concluded chapter 70. And I'll let me give a little summary. And we'll do something a little innovative today and interesting of comparing the Rebbe Rashab's ideas here to previous sources where they originate from. And I'll explain that in a moment. So let's go over this briefly. This is interesting evolution here of what's taking place. First of all, conceptually, we're up to is the discussion of the anatomy of transcendence and its impact on our lives and on existence. So transcendence is what we call ermakif. It's an energy that is within all of existence, but apart. It's not manifest in any particular container. It is the heart and soul of why we human beings seek and search something outside of our structures, which animals do not do. It's the bottom line. And there's different ways that transcendence manifests. We talked about Tehiri Allah, the impact of the Ur before the Tzimtzum. There's the Tehiri Tata, the impact of Ak, Adam Kadman, the impact on the world, on souls. We talked about the impact of Keser Vatsilis. And this Rosh Hashanah Maimer, Tafresh the 18th Maimer of the Discourse, after summarizing all the first 67 chapters, the Rebbe Rashab continued on in chapter 69 and 70, where we are now, to talk about how this breaks now down into the further Ksarim, the Kesar of Bria, the Kesar of Yitzira, Asiya. And what he's adding now also, he's also showing how this is the meaning of the, of the prayers of our davening. So every day when we say Pesukah de Zimra, we start Baruch Sha'amar, and then we're going to conclude Pesukah de Zimra with Yoitzer, which we say it right before Shema. This is also, is all, all alluding to those prayers, to the discussion of the transcendent dimensions in existence. So beginning, began to explain it first, going deeper into the Ratzon, the revolution of how the Ratzon, the desire of God, so there's a level of erens of divine consciousness, divine energy. Within that arises a desire for existence. It's called Bereish Hormenusa Damalka, or the Itzchaim's Betuterem Sha'ala Beretzene. So there's a state, pre-desire state, which by the way, we use pre-desire for Ak, but actually this is much more fitting, pre-desire. And then there's the desire state. Within the desire state itself, we learn now... Yeah, Ak was pre-desire, because Atzillus is an active Ratzon. Ak is still a... like a more... But it, okay, it's... It's all dimensions. Uh, yeah, 65. Yeah. Now, um, now, then we learned in chapter 70 that in the Ratzon itself there are two stages. There's a stage where it arises in his desire, but it's still, um, it's 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 uh, it's still, uh, as he put it, not revealed even to himself. Okay. And then there's a state where it gets revealed to himself as well. And that's the meaning of Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Elam. Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Elam is the state of the rising of the desire. And Baruch Hu is that the desire should begin to manifest in the ten hidden spheres. That's how we explained it in the previous chapter 70. Okay? So the Ratzin, this Ratzin Kwali, before the Baruch Hu, if you look on top of page Kuvlami, that ditch which was concealed in the desire should come the Gili la'atzme. And that's the Hashara. 
So how would we define the desire before it becomes revealed to himself? That would be an atzmizdik, an essential desire for existence. But it, but, but if you asked that level, spell it out in details, there's no details to spell out yet. It's like almost an innate desire that has not yet been articulated. Now, I can't say the word articulated because there's no speaking there, but it's not been defined. So think of it like this. It's the artist. Primordial. So there's the Eirein Sof is not even desire. Eirein Sof is just the artist's energy. Just think of it like that. You know, the quilt. Just infinite energy. It's almost like a, uh, a simple surface. Simple, seamless. Within that, obviously everything is driven by atmos and doesn't just happen. But within that emerges a desire. The desire for dirib tachtainim, for, uh, like he says, the uh, metzias nivdal, something outside of me. So the artist now has had the stimulation that he wants to create art. But you can, but it could be infinite pieces of art, and it could be each piece of art. What will it look like? Nothing is said there yet. So it's, a, it's, a, it's not, you can't call it a gililatzmi. The pratim are included in a context, in general context, but you cannot sp- spell them out. So that's the level as he calls amira achas belvad. Baruch Sha'amar. Sha'amar, He said, he said, There shall be a world. That's in God's conscience. The artist has said there shall be art. Think of it like that. Then comes the next step, Baruch Hu. We want that to manifest. What's the manifest? The artist says now, okay, the art I'm going to create is going to have ten spheres in it. Chachma, Bina, Chesed, Gura. But it's all, remember, all in the artist's uh, vision and so on. That's Shir Atzmei B'Kayach. So now that's a level that it's now become a defined thing. And, and that is still before the Tzimtzum. So then he continued and spoke three more levels. Now, after the Tzimtzum. Because now the Tzimtzum is necessary because all that is so apart from existence. It's all within the artist. So the artist has definitely moved closer to the reality of existence, but we can't call it existence. So as he said, this I'm just summarizing chapter 70. So he said, so he says, these are the words before the parentheses. From this, no existence is coming. It's all an artist envisioning. So he has now a vision of ten spheres. So even though, as he says, the even this envisioning, this estimation of what is going to come, it's and the parentheses, the long parentheses was was it's 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 uh, infinitely distant from the energy. And definitely from the containers. That was his whole point in this whole long parenthesis. Because there we're talking about the infinite divine is envisioning a finite existence. Is this infinite or finite? The answer is no, it's, it's still infinite. But it's become conscious. Now you could ask the question, why does God need all this? He wants it to be like man. Or the other way around. He wants man to be like him. Yeah, so, so this, in other words, he for this... He limited himself so he didn't even know he that statement. He purposely limited himself so he wouldn't know what the previous... Exactly. And, and the way he knows before he limited is not what we call knowing. That's just, he knows himself. So he knows existence, as we've learned. So if you talk about Atma's way of knowing, it's a whole different thing. He knows everything, but you can't say he knows like we know. You know, we keep saying he, he knows, but not like the knowledge we have. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. So that establishes. So in order, so how do we? What? what where in the davening do we now? Where is that alluded to? We said Baruch Shamar Vahaya Elam. 
the artist has said, let there be a world. Okay? Um, now the next step is the definition, Baruch Hu. So then he says, what are the next levels? That's after Baruch Shammah, he says after Baruch Hu, you say Baruch Eimer Ve'oisa. He's going through the Baruch Eimer Ve'oisa is the next step. Now he's not saying anymore Baruch Shammah Ve'hoya Eilam. Now there's a word Oisa. Eimer Ve'oisa. So he says that's the level of the Amira that's already connected to the speaking that's connected to Anasiya. This is the Ratzon of Ak. Now we're talking post Simpson. So Baruch Shammah Ve'hoya Eilam and Baruch Hu is pre Simpson two levels. Now begin three levels after the Simpson. Okay. Then comes the next level. No, no, nothing is outside of Atzmus before the Tzimtzum. Everything is Batzmuse. The way it would be described is that it has an element of definition within the Atzmus. Like the artist, the artist envisioning a piece of art, a particular piece of art. But before we described theory law, we said that's that's before the symptom, but it's outside of Atmos. This time, I've never never said outside of Atmos. The word is never used outside of Atmos. Everything in for the symptom is called kolol Atmos. Actually, yeah. But you see, your Atmos is not the Atmos we're talking about. I don't know what you mean by Atmos. But you Atmos is some to me sounds like some level that you think about is like being. Back there. Atmos is not back there, not here. Atmos is not defined by anything. Okay, so There's no such, it's not defined by anything. You can't talk about Atmos. Chassidus says, Kol Batsmusay. It's all within the Atmos. It's just not, no, it's, 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 it's only the reason it's not Atmos is because it's already a, a state of Ur or a state of Ratzin. But think of it, think of it, you could think like a human being. I just told you, an artist. There's an artist, there's his energy. And then there's his general desire to create art, and then there's a specific desire to create. It's all within the artist. Okay, got it. That's the point. It's all, it, within the entity that is the source. Nothing is coming from that okay. until there's another step. Okay. Now, could something come? Of course. God all has to do is, I want a world. Pop, a world exists. But we're talking dissecting how that's happening. Well, this is not happening in time. It's happening instantaneously and all the time. Okay. So, remember I spoke to you all this is happening all the time. It all comes down to how refined you are in which part of the pipe you want to discuss. You see what I'm saying? Now, so that comes level. So two levels before the symptom is Baruch Shamer Baruch Elam, Baruch Hu. Got that right? Now comes the next one. Baruch Eimer Va'Esa. This is Ak. This is already Esa. Good. Then comes, I'm reading literally as the summary at the bottom of page 131. Then comes Baruch, Gezer, Umakayim. Why? Because even Eimer Ve'esa is still speaking. So he says, Amir is still speaking, meaning not speaking actual words, it's speaking in the heart. So he says it's like a king who makes a decree, but it's still in his heart. He hasn't declared it. So it doesn't have that intensity. Are you following or not following? It's very simple. I said already to you. Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Elam Baruch Hu. Baruch Eimer Vahaysa. Now we're up to Baruch Geyser and Makayim. Just look at the lines. Four lines, five lines from the bottom. Now, this Baruch Geyser Makayim brings it now into the world of Yitzira de Klolos. Yitzira. So now it's moved from Ak into Akudim. Okay. So now we already have the beginning of a Kali, a real container. It's only one container, but it's a container. Where in Ak, it's still air, relatively speaking. So this is like Gezer and Mekayim. 
And that is already immediately is a decree that affects. Okay. And he says, this is similar to what we said before, that remember, Ak is only a heskim, is only a determination that the thing is right, but it's not yet an act of rotsin. Now it's become, through Gezer Mekayim, an act of rotsin. The first step is Akudim. I'm on top of page Kuflamid Beis now. Okay. And then we move to the third, the fifth step, meaning Baruch Shambu Hayael and Baruch Hu's two. Baruch Emer Ve'es is the first step after the Tzimtzum, so that's three. Baruch Gezer Mekayim is step four, which is Akudim. And now comes Baruch Oseb so Esa Bereish is Bria is Baruch Emir Vaisa. Bria the Klolos is Emir Vaisa. He said that Ak. Oh, that's called Bria. Klolos. Then comes Baruch Esa Bereish. This is Asiyah the Klolos. Now you're talking the world of Atzilus, where you have the full-blown containers, their substance. This is the level of Chachma. This is the beginning of Atzilus Bereish. That's why Esa Bereish interprets it two ways. One is that everything that even Chachm is also created, that means also Reishis, meaning he creates Bereishis, Chachm, and also Chachm is the tool which creates the rest of existence, because God created with Chachm existence. So there we have it. We have two levels before the Tzimtzum, Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya we have Baruch Hu, which is a manifest, ten hidden spheres, Ashir Atzmei, he now defines what he wants, then comes Ak, Baruch Gezer Mekayim, Akudim, you could say, uh, uh, is is the level of Baruch Baruch Geizer. I'm sorry, what did I say? Baruch Emer Ve'Oisa is Ak. Baruch Geizer Mekayim is Akudim, and then Baruch Oisa Bereishis is Atzilus, which really includes all the Atzilus, Briyitzir, Nasiya of the detail of the microcosmic. So you have the whole structure right there. That's the summary of Chapter Seventy. Any questions? Yeah. What are your questions? Before the symptom. Are we allowed to spend about an hour on this apostolate to contemplate every morning when we haven't? Allowed? <laughs> if, if you don't do it, it would be an insult to the. If you don't do it, yeah, I said you could dive in the whole davening just Baruch Shomer. Now, if you don't do it, it's going to be an insult to the Rebbe Rashab. What did you learn it for? What's the difference between Let's put it After learning this and davening with this, yeah, so trust me, your day will be forever different. <laughs> Go ahead. What did you say about Akudim again? What's the difference between Akudim and Ak? Ak has no Kalim yet. Ak is still, as he said, we spoke earlier, just the termination, is the desire for the desire. The term, has Heskim. Remember we spoke about Heskim? Which is like he decides that it's the right thing, but it's not yet actualized. So, like he said, Ak doesn't yet have containers. Akudim, everything is rotsin. We're all talking. Everything is rotsin here. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The question rotsin for what? It's a major change. Yeah. Everyone's a major change. I think uh, the biggest major change is after this. I mean, whatever you go, every step is major. Akudim is, is included in Akudim here. It's not relevant. It's not. Akudim is so has one keli, ten oris and one keli. That's the word Akudim. Yeah. Okay. Good. Any other questions? Good. Now, what I was going to do, because these are the, before continuing on, I thought it would be appropriate to discuss where is this coming from. So I want to begin like this. I refer you to page. 
believe it's Lamed Zayin. Yeah. Look at page 37. This is chapter 23. We'll learn a little like, there's a little more, <laughs> not Havonas in you and deeper understanding, but the rooted, the, the, the uh, grounding it in its sources. And you'll see it'll add Havana to the whole thing. It'll add understanding to it. I'm giving you a little inside link what I do behind the scenes. Okay? Or what everyone should be doing if they really learn this properly. So look at the top line there. This is a chapter that you may recall we discussed about Baruch. Remember Baruch? It was the example he used for letters. It was actually an example used for Esosphere Sagnusis. That there's the individual letters as each sphere, so to speak. Each energy. But when they come together, there's more than the sum of the parts. That was the, one of the examples he gave then for, for the ten hidden spheres. But he used the word Baruch. And look, let, reading the first three lines of the page, it says, the, te, the, the word Baruch he's saying, just to give you context, is, has a meaning. It's more than just the sum of four letters. It's not just a Bez, a Resh, a Vav, and a Chof. It means blessed. And especially he's saying, when you take the Baruch and you connect it to other words, and he says which ones? He uses this example. So then, once you combine Baruch with other words, you understand from this an awesome thought, an awesome idea. How only one mimer, all he did was Baruch Shamar, one word, one utterance. And he created all the worlds without any effort. Just like he commanded and it was created. But look at that now, listen to the next line. And I was going to throw you all off. And in its root, what is Baruch Shamar? Is the speaking of Ak. Which created all the worlds equally. Like it says in Siddur. In the explanation of the of Baruch Shammar. What's the Baruch? What do we bless God? That this, this, this utterance of God should be revealed below. This is the Maimar Echod that encompasses all the other nine utterances. That's it. I'm not going to read more. The rest is not relevant to our discussion. Now when you read this... This is a very different interpretation than what we just read in, the, in chapter 70, 69. 69, 70 says, Baruch Omar, which Omar? You're talking about the Ratzin before the Shir Atzmibukayach. That's the Omar that's saying, let us now create, let us have ten spheres. That's Gol of Galifu. Here he's saying, an Ak is what? Is Baruch, is Baruch Emer Va'is. Not Baruch Shomar, not even Baruch Hu. Here it's an Ak. And not only that, he, he has a reference here. So, first thing we do is we look in the Siddur. What does he say? This is the Siddur of the Alter Rebbe. No, not Siddur that we have. This is the, the Alter Rebbe had a, had a Pirish on Siddur, but it was written, it's called Siddurim Dach. I believe it's probably on my couch over there, but if you want to bring it, I could show it to you. This is, a, this is explanations on the whole davening, not just of everyday davening, also Rosh Hashanah and all the, of the whole Siddur, explained al Siddur, based on discourses that the Mittler Rebbe heard from the Alter Rebbe. 
So those discourses, he, he turned it into a city. Remember, the, Alter, the Mittler Rebbe was a real publisher. The Alter Rebbe wrote Tanya, but everything else was, was just memoriam that were later published. The Mittler Rebbe actually published books, book after book on everything. He has a sefer called Siddur. He has a sefer called Derechaim, which is on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. He has a sefer Shari Eira, which is one part is on Hanukkah, one part on Purim. He has a Teres Reish, is on Rosh Hashanah. Derechaim is actually more tshuva. There's tshuva, Prikeya Chivrim, Ba'at Kodesh. He has a form that he had gave names to. So the Mittler Rebbe was a, uh, a, a serious publisher, in a sense. He also published Biuri Hazer, explanations of the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe would say explanation on Zer every Shabbos. So this is a Siddur. So I looked up in Siddur. We look up in Siddur. Yeah, it's accurate. What it says here is exactly what it says in Siddur. He brings there the Arizal. The Arizal in Kabbalah explains Baruch Sha'amar all within Ak. Okay? Actually, if you bring me the Siddur, it's, it's on the couch there. You know what it looks like? Siddur im Dach. Because I want to just uh, read one line from there, which uh, right. Thank you. Okay. So in Siddur, uh, on Baruch Shamar, he begins this. This is the words of the Siddur that begins Baruch Shamar umavur b'Siddur Hari. In the Siddur of Dari. So I'm, I'm just really showing how Siddur evolved literally. What does it say in Siddur Zal, HaKavonah's Pratis. In there he spills out what you're supposed to have Kavonah when you say Baruch Shamar. So it's very brief. Baruch Shamar, Radlo Datsilis. Reishis Tiloisiyadu Datsilis. That's like the highest level of Atik and Datsilis. means the head that is unknown. Baruch Hu Galgalta Da'arechampin. The skull of Arechampin. Next level in Kesha. Baruch Eimer Ve'Esa Moiches Temad Arachampin. Just, just by contrast, you see here what's going on. Baruch Gezer Mekayim Abadatzilus Chachmadatzilus. And then he goes on later. After Gezer Mekayim, he goes to Eisa Breishis Ima Datzilus Bina of Which one is it, Ima? The Eisa Breishis, the last one we dealt with, the fifth one. So here the five is Atik, Arich, basically, Moichus Tamar, Chachma, and Bina. Right. That's the reason. It seems like a complete steer to what we just learned in Lamed. Well, you could, I mean, if, if you think it's a steer, or it, it looks if you think macrocosm, microcosm, it's not a steer at all. Machma, the way it's presented later. Listen, listen, so listen. Are we don't. When, I, when you see something like this, you don't see it as a stira. First of all, the way you say it is two different ways. There's nothing wrong. You can have different kavanas in, in Baruch Shama. There's no, there's no such thing as it's only this. You have a lot of things that are sometimes it's different levels. It's not that generally that's not a problem. With this. It's not, you're not being kavanas. It's not halacha here. Do you eat or don't you eat it? It can be different kavanas on different levels. That's number one. Number two, even without even reading further, there's always microcosm, microcosm. You could say these five levels before the symptom is what we're talking about. That's the simplest way to just explain it. The question, however, is before we even go anywhere, I just look at sources now. At this point, I only know what it says. I'm not going to start speculating. We know what the Rebbe Rashab quoted here in chapter Chav Gimel, which really he explains in this moment. Mitzvah explains that these level, by the way, is he ends up saying that this is Ak, even though he doesn't say it's Ak. He says that Rizal means Ak when he says Radlo. Yeah, yeah. 
he, he, he compels us to say that because of a few things, the way he explains it afterwards. It says it's Malchus of Ak. That's the that's Rad law. Anyway, I'm not going to go into the detailed explanation of Siddhi, you can look it up. The question, however, the bigger question is that same Rebbe Rashab, just this is chapter 23, just uh, 46 chapters later, right, um, knows what he wrote. So he has another explanation. So clearly this other explanation is not like coming out of nowhere. He could, he's clearly wants to say it very precisely because it fits the levels he's speaking here. So I don't find a country When I see the two, I just see two ways and two ways. I actually wrote myself a thing. I said, but I wrote to myself a little note. There must be a source for this one too. So I started searching. What's the source for this? So here's what I discovered. 130 chapters later, he even changes the order a little. Well, in chapter Kufnun, 150, I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but in chapter Kufnun, let's refer you to that, page 295. No, 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 that's not correct. Chochmah Stoa is never in a different place. It's always the same. No, no, no. It goes, Atik Arich. Chochmah Stoa is in Arich. No, it's not between. It's No, it's within Arich. Because Arach is Kesar of Arach, which is not Moichus There's a higher level than, than, than the Moichus Temor and Arach. Anyway, that's not... I'm talking about... Okay, now, page 295. Interestingly, he brings both interpretations all in one little section. Chapter Kufnun. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, my mistake. It is Reish Sadi Gimel, 293. So look 293, around two-thirds down the page. Let's read. I'm going to read. So here he's speaking about um, about his bonus, contemplation on godliness and so on. So then he says like this. He says, This is the lengthy contemplation on Baruch Shammah. Listen to this now. The Baruch Shammah of Ahoya Elam Upchinis Amira Da'ak. This is like chapter 23. And higher, right there you have them both. So basically right here he says clearly there's one level it's down, it's, it's Malchus of Ak speaking or Ak and higher and higher as he speaks in chapter 69 and 70 he's talking about Malchus of Einsof, which is the end of the spheres, hidden, hidden spheres, for there to be Ach, Chinus Adam de Bria de Klolos. Vizel Shomer Vahaya Elam, the Malchus de Einsof, Nasikesser Vatik Lach. And that means Vahaya Elam, that this is actually a little different also, because Vahaya Elam we had before was the general desire says there should be a specific desire. Here we say Vahaya Elam, that Malchus de Einsof says there should be a Kesser Atik Lach. Okay, fine. Then he goes back to the first interpretation. The second interpretation, the first interpretation. And Baruch Hu, what's Baruch Hu? That what? That Malchus Abak should be the crown of Atzilus. Well, Baruch Hu, in this, in this first interpretation, the lower level, that's the specific Kesar of Atzilus. So specific Kesar of Atzilus 
In the first interpretation is is is, is way lower. In the, first, in the second interpretation, chapter 69-70, it goes on one of the higher levels. Kesar Datsilis. So according to the Baruch Hadith, so then Amir Da'ak is Amir Da'ak Baruch Hu. Yeah. So the Baruch Hu is like a Mamutza on every level. Correct, one second. Then he continues. Okay. Then he goes on and that's it. That's all I'm going to stop here. What we know from this is clearly two different interpretations. So I went even further. Where does it come from? The Siddur clearly is the source for interpretation one, that it's Ak, the Siddur of Mitla Rebbe. So I began to look at the Maimonim of the Alter Rebbe themselves. I went all the way. I want to see the Alter Rebbe, where he began. So we have the Alter Rebbe's Maimonim. Alter Rebbe was written by a Maimonim. The Rebbe had five different Manichim, generally speaking. Five different people wrote down the Alter Rebbe's words. There was the Mitla Rebbe. There was the Maril, Yehuda Leib, the Alter Rebbe's brother. There was Rab Moshe, another son of the Mitla Rebbe. There was Rab Pinchas Rezis, a big chassid of the Mitla Rebbe, of the Alter Rebbe. The one that we told the story that when the Alter Rebbe would roll on the floor, he would bend down. And we have the Tzemach Tzedek. All these five wrote when they heard the Maimah from the Rebbe on Shabbos, like I heard the Rebbe. These five heard, and they wrote it down. And we have all five. Many times we have the same Maimah by five different versions. Yeah. So it's, not, it's a pretty big study to study them. And they're very, they their styles are different. Like you guys did. I don't know. It'd be interesting if they did or they didn't. But Maybe they did. Not every mimer is from all five, but many of them we have. But is, did anybody collect Pinchas right? Everything. We have everything. Everything. There's even a whole mimer Mori Admurazokin called Mori Hanochas Harap. That's Hanochas of Rapinchas Rezis. So all the righteousnesses we know now are from him? I don't know, necessarily. Reza is a name, Rezel. Pinchas Rezes, he was a Pinchas, the son or husband of Reza. Like Leib Saris. A lot of people were called by their wives' names. Yeah, like you would be called... Uh, huh? You'd be called uh, Tzvi Chayas. Okay, Tzvi Chayas. One of the Chassidim for the Alter Rebbe, the middle of this. Uh, <laughs> what would you be, Eliezer? <laughs> What's your wife's first name? Okay. It depends who's in control, you know. <laughs> anyway, bottom line is that we have all the Hanukkahs. Now, the interesting thing is they're very different, and there's sometimes completely different understanding. I just saw another place, there's actually a contradiction. And the Samach Tzedek writes that in the first Nusach, it's this way, and the other Nusach is different. So he, Samach Tzedek was a very, very big medactic. He was very precise. He compared them, and he's the one that shows which Maimah went to the Kutatera, whose version. So who do you think most most cases? They usually Rapinchas or Maril. Because the Mitla Rebbe, the Mitla Rebbe, the way he wrote, he wrote more, with much more harchava, much more length than it was actually said. Even as a son and a chassid. Rabbi Moshe, I'm, not, I'm saying my own analysis, probably the reason is, first of all, it's, it's, it's more sporadic. Also his style is very, very deep, but not as smooth. Rapinchas and Maril are the smoothest Hanukkah. I'm talking simply from our reading. And 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 I guess that was one reason that he chose, and also probably precision. Because it could be because the Mitla Rebbe himself was a Mitla Rebbe, you know, that Rapinchas was very precise. Extremely, like, probably exactly as, the, as close as possible to what the Alter Rebbe said. 
Now the others didn't, God forbid, distort. They're all legitimate hanachas. It's just styles. Which is fine, you know, it's, 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 it's a fascinating study. But you see this, so whenever you want to research this, you really have to look at the Alter Rebbe and how the Tzamech Tzedek organizes it. Because as he does, as he compares, the Alter, Tzamech Tzedek does something fascinating. He will take a Hanukkah from the Mittler Rebbe or from the others and add footnotes to it. And I'll sometimes even say the language here is somewhat distorted and, and I'll explain it. Instead, he, he will, he's like almost like an editor of their Hanukkahs. But he doesn't edit it in a way that you don't see. He says clearly, he brings that noch and then he will edit. So in this, in, so I began to look at the Baruch Sha'amar, my Marim of the Alter Rebbe, and all the versions. I discover that in a few different places, everybody refers to two different uh, messages that the Alter Rebbe gave with Baruch Sha'amar. So you actually say, this, that Tzemek Sadiq writes in one place, this is based on a second version of Baruch Sha'amar. So I started thinking maybe the two versions are these two versions. That the Alter Rebbe, some Amorim said like this, some Amorim said like that. Which is very common. As a matter of fact, the whole opinions whether the spheres have particles, you know, that's the spheres whether they're seamless or they have shape. The Samach Tzedek has a whole mimer where he says that in the summer of Tavkov Samach Tez, the Alter Rebbe said it has shape. In another summer he spoke a different way. And he reconciles. In other words, there's nothing wrong with like, like they heard of the Rebbe and there's different ways that they're out the Rebbe. So it's very fascinating to really study. You could actually see, I see, like example, I, I found a completely different subject. Uh, the subject of the examples of sun and life. Remember this example of Shemesh, the sunlight and the soul. Are they examples for Eire and Sof? So here's an elaboration of how they are. And then he qualifies and says in some ways they're not an example. So I found one Sukkot, first night of Sukkot, Tavkov Samach Gimel, yeah, the Alter Rebbe says a mimer, and he says these are not examples that are fish, that are good. Another version of that same mimer uses them as a good examples. So which way did he say it? I'm sure that he said probably both. And this one emphasized that it's not. Then Sukkis five years later, this, this first night of Sukkis, the Alter Rebbe speaks about it again, and you see it a little differently. My point is, it's a whole study of comparisons and so on. So I wanted to do is like this. So I began to look. And I found from the Tzamech Tzedek some hints to the explanations here in 69 and 70. But then, I actually sent a little note to one of, to my cousin who works on the footnotes of Ayin Beis. So he sends me back and says, in Shar HaTshuvah, from Mitla Rebbe, you have more or less the source of chapter 69 and 70. So that's the copies that I made. So the Mitla Rebbe here is not a, this is, is not a mimer of the Alter Rebbe, it's the Mitla Rebbe writing it. But, I could say it's hinted to in some of the discourses from the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe himself is more, the Siddur goes more aligned with the Alter Rebbe. So I was just wanted to read together this piece in Shar, in Shar Atfila. This is a sefer called Shari Tshuva from the Mitla Rebbe. It's about Tshuva. There's a different sections in it. Again, the source of 23, chapter 23 version. Is the Siddur of the, uh, he says clearly, the Rebbe Rashab says, the Siddur of the Mitla Rebbe Basically, based on discourses of the Alter Rebbe and Baruch Shammar. Then the, the, the source of 69 and 70 is Shar HaTfila from the Mitla Rebbe, chapters 7 and 8. There will be. This is this one. 7 and 8. Right. 
Now, I still need to do research more. Where did this Mittler Rebbe, where can you trace this to the Alter Rebbe? Yes. I, I found some places, but I haven't found it yet, but there's no question that it's fully developed here. And what's fascinating is that when you learn the Alter Rebbe, and you learn the Mittler Rebbe, and then you learn the Rebbe Rashab, you see each one's major contribution. Like the Mittler Rebbe, you'll see, he definitely is machadish this whole thing before the symptom. But when you read it alone, it's very unclear. We're going to learn it. And the Rebbe Rasha makes it very organized. Like the levels I just described, that before there's the Eirin Sof, Rotson, the next level of Rotson, and so on. You know, there's the Mittler Rebbe. It's all there. But the, so that's why I wanted to read this. And I think it's a very fascinating study. And you can, just to compare. Okay. So just to be clear, though, Mittler Rebbe is, bring, is the source of both of them. One is in the Siddur. His which is chapter 23. Which is the Alter Rebbe, really. This Alter Rebbe is my Mara Mabarak Shamar. And one is Sharat Fila, which, which is you, you don't find exactly in the Alter Rebbe. It's more like the Mittler Rebbe would be the source. Alter Rebbe is... The one in the, in the, in the Siddur is Alter Rebbe, based on the Alter Rebbe, Mimer... Oh, it's in several places, Baruch Shamar. Okay. So let's learn now Sharat We'll have the page. I'm going to learn from chapter 7, which is the second column. The truth is I should have... Did I only make one page? Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. I should have made the second page too. I'm probably not going to get there anyway, but let's see. Okay. So he goes like this. I'm, I'm going to read quickly, but and you'll see where, where how he goes here, Okay. He's speaking about davening, the power of davening and so on. This is a Sharat Fila. Just for the record, right? Um, the Alter Rebbe is compared to Chachma, the Mittler Rebbe is compared to Bina, which you see clearly. Alter Rebbe is in Chachma much shorter, much. Mittler Rebbe Bina. Interestingly, the Mittler Rebbe gave the names to many of his farm, the word Shar, gate, because there's Nun Shari Bina, there's 50 gates of Bina. So you have Shara Tefillah, the gate of Tefillah. You have Shari Tshuva. You have Shara Hispilus. He uses the word gate. So just for the record. So I'm going to... Uh, I'll jump. I don't, think I'm, I don't have to read from the beginning of the chapter. Basically, he's, he's saying that he's going to explain this in another way. So I'm, I'm, I'm moving on to... Middle of the page. Okay? You know, I'll start from here. It says, you see where it says, uh, you know, let, let, let me just read it since it's, it's, it's out of Chapter 7. Now there's another explanation of the words, you shall follow God. It's another way to explain the word, that you shall follow him, behind him. In other words, it's not. To understand this, we have to preface what's Psukha de Zimra. Razal say a person should always organize their praises of God. And then you should pray. Yehuda says, My part, my portion should be from those that conclude the praises. Halal. 
Shvachim, Kedemat Fila. What is the relationship between organizing God's praises before you daven? Shei Bakoshes Rachamim. Davening is Bakoshes Rachamim. You're asking for God's compassion. Why is it important to, to preface it by organizing praises to Him? Because the fact is, even for Melech Basav Adam, a king of flesh and blood, when you ask him something, you don't have to start praising him beforehand. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to start giving him a whole flattering him before you ask him something. And the, and the king, the kingly, the heavenly uh, kingdom is like the is like the earthly kingdom. So why, by God, do we need to praise him before we ask him for something? You go to your father and ask him something. You don't have to give him flattery. I mean, I know flattery always works, but the question is, what's the what's the deeper meaning? Obviously, he's answering. The primary thing of davening is lifnei havaya is standing before God. What does lifnei havaya mean? The is primius. It means standing before God with your primius, like you panecha Hashem. You want God's face. I request. Before God, I pour out my my words. And other similar expressions. He's bringing proof that tefillah is not just a regular conversation. It's pouring your heart out. It's 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 going in. It's an intimate connection. Same thing with all the requests for compassion and davening, Hashem, are all you're trying to enter, penetrate into God's insides, God's in, inner dimension. You say, what does that mean? May it be your desire from within, and that's why the the men of the great assembly who established prayer, Right, they're the ones that, that compose the davening. That's why they organize. That's why they organize. That first, you have to begin by organizing your praises. Why? Because the praises of God is like the preparation of the externals, and the more superficial dimensions that prepare you to allow you to enter into the inner dimension. The shem havaya The name of havaya. In the 18 blessings of Hashem. So before you enter into the inner sanctum, they prepare basically a preparation for you to prepare in the outer level. Clear? Okay. And, and this is the Ikosher, this is the primary root of Because as we see in the whole Psukh de Zimra and Davening, the whole thing is bechol hasipur shvachim the shame. Ainer rag bechinis esav is kol elam is babroim. We see the whole sukkah the zimra is concerned with is the praising of God all around how He created the world, created the world, vabrim and all the creatures. Rak b'shmoy is baruch. It just comes from God's name. Oim bechinis dibur vamira bovad. Only or also only through speaking or saying. Now he starts. Okay, now he starts the explanation of Baruch Shamar. Okay? So what does he say? Like this. Listen to this. 
I mean, just interesting also, you see here, this background, he gave a little background to Pesukah de Zimra that Rebbe Rashab doesn't spell out. But, but then he says like this, okay. Okay. Same with all the ble- all the mezmerim, all the songs of Halalukah that we say later in all the Halalukahs and Sukkot de Zimra, they don't speak about anything but the details of the creatures. I'll bless your name. Only your name. In other words, everything is talking about the godliness is related to existence. You're not transcendence to existence. And also later, when we say the after we say the blessings before the prayers before Shema, we talk about how the angels praise and exalt the name of the king. Until Shema, Havaya is not mentioned at all. It only talks about Havaya as it manifests, as it spreads out in existence. Like an example of the name of a person, which is external to him. It's only an external label that manifests in Malubish and enclosed in order for a person to return to, to someone that calls to you, in order for him to respond to someone who calls his name. You don't count the name as being part of your essence. He's not talking here about the part when you call a name and wake somebody up. He's talking generally speaking, it's a label. The same thing as the Malchus, the name of Malchus by God. Shemahavas, I call the Creator, I call everything. It's only an outer level. Right. Anyway, I'm going to skip now. I just wanted to go through this introduction. But anyway, it continues on how all this is still an external. Pesukah de Zimra. Until it, pre- it prepares you to go into the inner sanctum. Okay? And with this he explains, I'm, I'm going out to the next column. Go to th- column three, the next page. Okay? One third down the page. So he speaks like this now. To understand better, specifically, is the mitzvah of Achrei. Because remember, Achrei means Achrei, the outer dimension. Well, understood from the union of Baruch Shomar. In general and in specifics. As is known, the Pirish of the meaning Baruch blessing, that it's not just a transmission. That comes from above downward. Sorry. It's not just transmission, it's it's only the Indian of Gilia Helam Shala Atzmiz Bakhlal. One second, let me let me read this again. 
If the revelation of the Atzmus in general, and specifically Ubefrat, Ubchinus Hagili Hazeh, and this revelation, Hutzlech Lovea De Ubchinus Tzimtzum. This revelation has to come through a Tzimtzum, Helam Ha'atzmus Dafke, that conceals on the essence. Kiddua, as it's known, Alkeim Amelim Uveshuhu Nikre Bechinus Acharayim Vechitzein Shela Atzmus. Therefore, it's understood that it's called the outer dimensions of Atzmus. That's the meaning to follow the back of God. That means that it's about the meditation, the contemplation, how the essence of the divine conceals himself in order to come from a concealed state to a revealed state. For the cosmic order of Atzilus B'Yitzir in general and in detail. So you hear what he's saying? Basically, before we enter into the divine essence, we need to contemplate, and that's Baruch Shamar, how that essence came to existence, how it brought things into existence. First, we'll explain it in general. When we say in, in Baruch Shamar, this Baruch is referring to the transmission from the concealment within the essence in order for it to be expressed, Amira. Within the essence, this speaking, it's not appropriate and not fitting to say it's an actual words and an actual utterance. The ten spheres have not yet been emanated. I'm sorry. And the level of din, which is already a specific Expression is Malchus Atzilus, and all this is not there yet. The Gama made a zuba machshava rotsin hari Gama rotsin lahatzil adayin loyhoya. Here starts hinting to what he says here in Ayin Beis, and also this Amira, which is in his thought and in his desire, even the desire to emanate has not yet emerged. Vimkain Peter Shomar Zeh Hainu Bchinus Atzmi Zeh Nesor Kishal Bertzayin Aposhut Atzmi. So you have to say. That the meaning of this saying, Baruch Sha'amar, is not actually speaking because there's no spheres yet. You have to say it's in Atzmus, in Sof, it's when it arose in his desire, his simple desire to create. Like it says in the beginning, with the permission of the king, Gol of Galifu, he engraved. See here, this is exactly the interpretation in Ayin Beis. I'm going to read the Haggah on the side, you see the, 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 the in italics. He says, The whole infinite light filled the entire space. Empty space. And afterwards he concealed himself there should be a source for the ten spheres. So we see from that, that there was a state where you didn't yet have the tzimtzum and the ten spheres. So what means Omar? What means Baruch Sha'omar? On that level. So he says, Omar means, in other words, that something causes a desire to arise. That's what he says. However, also to arrive to this simple desire, from the concealed dimension of Atzimus, that's higher even than the simple desire, needs to have some type of tzimtzum in the etzem, in order to come to be revealed from the concealment. 
So what he's saying here is exactly, the Ayin Beis explains it in detail. But basically he's establishing here that where does Baruch Sha'amar happening? Baruch Sha'amar is some type of state within the helm of Atmos, which the Rebbe Shabbos calls Eirein Sof. Within that, Omar says that there should be a desire, a simple desire for existence. You, if you read this closely, you see right here three levels. You see the level before the desire altogether. You have the desire, and then you have the desire for the specifics. Okay? So Baruch Sha'amar is the Baruch that brings out this first desire, and so on. Are you following? Okay, I'm not for example, a person who turns and leans from his essence to come to any part, any type of general desire. Like I said, the artist before. The artist is just an artist. Then that etzim of the artist, everything is concealed there. When he first initiates and wants something, that's the example that he's using here. B'cholos. So, love the pchins also pushes b'cholos. Eze inyan dover ma b'cholos eze inyan dover ma. Shazor rak pchins gili er prati m'cholos ha'ela matzmusay mamish. This is a a specific revelation from the general concealment within his essence. Kiyudua, like it's known. V'haynu Peter's baruch shamar, and this is the meaning of baruch shamar. K'dei sheyovet leklal amirazu shabarotz na pashet. The baruch shamar is that he should come baruch. You bless that he should come to this expression. Of some type of desire, that baruch it should be transmitted and it should be uh, extended from the essence, from the concealment, menahelam the gili to the gili. No, he did not explain the baruch. That's why this is so helpful, because first of all, you see the detail. You also see how it's rooted. What the Rebbe Rashab does that he doesn't do here. He actually spells out the levels: erein sof, rotzen. Much more defined, but you see it's here. That that's why I'm t- learning it. This is exactly Rebbe Rashab is, is, is basically turning this into what he writes here. You go back to Rebbe Rashab and you'll see how how now how the whole thing comes together so nicely. The Rebbe Rashab doesn't say this word Baruch Venimshach. He just says Baruch Shomar is that is bringing that yeah. But here he says, Baruch Nishim in a hell. Now you also understand the word helam that he used. Remember, we were talking about why does he use the word helam, the Rebbe Rashab? Because, because it's the helam that the Rebbe, the, the Rebbe is using, because it's all concealed before. Anyway. And even this is only the Acharaim. Because it's what, what the infinite light contains is far, far more than this desire. He doesn't say that, however. It's mm-hmm. compared to Atmos. There's no external rotten. It's compared to Atmos. It's Acharaim because Gatmos is so much more. That's the point. Compared to the artist, this one piece of art is, is like he said before, it's only a shame. It's the lowest of levels. And revelation. Not that the purpose is high, but, but the revelation of it. Because it's a defined entity. Because that's what the whole thing was explaining, why we begin Sukkot de Zimra before we get to Shema, to Havaya. In order to get to Havaya, you have to have his bonus, how God, the Etzem, concealed himself to create. And that, that then you can go back into the premiers of the Etzem. In Ayin Beis, he doesn't really talk about that. In Ayin Beis, he's just talking about the level, because in Ayin Beis, he's talking 
Lifnei Tzimtzum, the whole point is to understand the impact of transcendence. That's not the point of Shari Shara Tfila. Here he's not talking about the impact of transcendence. Here's the contrary. He's actually talking about it's a lower state in order to come to a higher state. But that's not a contradiction. It's just different contexts. Only Havai is connected to creation. The Havai of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad. I just said, he said, Havai is that are connected to existence. To oh, the higher, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad, doesn't talk about existence. Yeah. That's why I wanted to do because this is exactly where we are. I'm just saying the full context is not, Ayin Bayes has a different goal here. Ayin Bayes is talking about the levels of transcendence, how they impact us. And our Baruch Shammah reflects those levels. Because that's really, the, the Mitla Rebbe is talking about how to prepare to Davin, and how this is, you know, this is a Sharat Fila. So he's basically saying, that you're coming from this level, he said, like he said, what's Baruch Shammah? In order to understand how to get to the Pimish, you have to understand the whole process. When the, when the Rabbi talks about transcendence, he doesn't use these. No, in other places. Here is this is, is a particular theme that there he's addressing here. When he does talk about transcendence, does he use the same idea? For it's all chassidus. It's all the same chassidus. Yeah, what do you mean? The same ideas like the Rebbe Rashab? No, the same thing. What do you hear? He doesn't discuss it here. I have to look elsewhere. What we're saying? I'm sorry? That's why when he does explain transcendence, does he also use Brokshim? I don't know. I'm not sure. The sources of that, of the Mitla Rebbe on that, not necessarily. The Rebbe Rashab is the one that organizes it much more than, you know, the Rebbe Rashab, I am based, is a far bigger work. These are, you know, he uses pieces from the Mitla Rebbe here and there. You can see how the Rebbe Rashab is using something for his building his case. And then Siddur is also prepared to say, uh, Which Siddur? We didn't get there. We're talking now. It's a different source. It's not a source for this. The Alter Rebbe says it's a source for chapter 23, not for chapter 69. This is the source for 6970. We're not talking 23 now. Let's first learn this, and then you want to reconcile that with that? There's some hints there, but it's not. I wouldn't mix the two. Okay. So bottom line, he's saying, and what was said, okay, we just established that there's a state of the hidden concealed within the essence, which is higher than the spheres. It's even higher than desire. That needs to be turned into a desire. That's Baruch Sha'amar. Now he's saying, what, 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 that's Baruch, blessed. I want to be Mamshik from the Etzema Er into a desire. Umaho Yamirzu. That there should be something separate from the Etzema. Which just shows you that it's um, it's it's it's, just, it's moving away from the etzem. In nivdul matzmusi, for who sheyiyeh ha'elam. So that's baruch shamar v'hoya elam. Now you also see the words nivdul matzmusi from I am Bez. all coming from it's all he's all it's all rooted in the middle of Rebbe's words. Not only that, you're going to soon see the two interpretations in v'hoya. Remember, I told you that it was clear to me that there was from somewhere else. The two parentheses are two explanations in Sharat Villa, basically. His language is exactly that. So what's that mirror of a hoya Something nivdal, something separate from that. Isn't this fascinating? Yes, it's quite fascinating. Yeah. She v'hoya ha'elam. And that's the meaning of a hoya ha'elam. What is the meaning of a hoya ha'elam? Now, I want to add the Haggah. 
There's a footnote here, a, a, a gloss. Hainu mashakosav golav galifu betihri Allah. Vahoya Ela means that this is what it means, golav galifu, that he engraved in tihri Allah. Pirush. Mashashir ba'atzmi bekayach mashasad li is bepeil. So literally what the Rebbe Rashab is saying is based on the Mitla Rebbe Ziragah that this is the level that which he which, which engraved within him which he envisions what will come out later. Because he's not talking about Hoya Elam, actual world. You see here clearly he's not talking about he's talking about the the, the actual envisioning of the world. No, he didn't say yet. We didn't get there yet. He's just saying now we didn't get to Baruch Hu yet. Okay. We're getting now into that they should come into a desire. A desire that's Golov Galifu. Let's see, we'll soon see. Baruch Hu, he explains Baruch Hu. Is after the word Ha'olam there? The word you see, has a two little, looks like an, a, a quotation. That's where it goes. So what's Vahaya? Yeah. Masha Asid. That's the word Asid. Vahaya Lashan Asid. Shir Asmi Bekayach Masha Asid Liyaz Bepayel. You see the precision here. Acharat Simtsum. Vahu Bechin is Klal. And that's still at the level of Klal. You'll soon see, he's going to speak then, next chapter is, this is chapter 69. Chapter 70 begins. The Amira is only Bichlal. But to get it from the next, from there into Protim of the Ten Hidden Spheres, that's Baruch Hu. So he says it exactly the same way. Right now this is not Baruch Hu yet. This is still chapter 69. He didn't talk about Baruch Hu yet. He's talking about getting it into a desire which is the goal of Relief Law. That's a general desire. We're not talking now any specifics. No, that's in chapter seventy. That's the uh, sixty-nine. He already mentioned Gol of Galifa too, and it's still is that the same like he's doing here. He says clearly, that's he says clearly. It's exactly like here. You'll read the next chapter. You'll see it's consistent. You read the already chapter 70, but before chapter 70, you already have that this is a level of Golov Galifu. He says it clearly. Then goes the specific. In that itself, there's two levels. We already determined. There's Bereshim, so there's the desire. Then there's the desire where it breaks into ten, the details of the ten spheres. So really, there are more than this. We have like this. Erein Sof, to get it into a desire. Then there's the desire that gets into the details of... But now we're talking like that. Okay. Probably more levels. So once I, let me finish this. Now he says, Vahaya. Here's the two interpretations in chapter 69. What's Vahaya? V'zeo Vahaya al-Shema Asid. This is the meaning of Vahaya Shema Asid. This is exactly the language. Look in chapter 69. I'm going to show you now. He's literally quoting it from there. Yeah. Here, let's go. Let's go on chat page one twenty nine. Let's do a comparison, okay? After the zone, okay. The. Yeah, the, the bottom. Now, now he's going down. Now he's basically summing up. He says the close after the whole introductions, which is the Rebbe Rashab's preparation to understanding this. He starts. You see, he calls us from Zimra Eimer Baruch Shamar. Why couldn't because he's holding up Shukat Zimra Medaber being in Briyas Vesavas Elamis. That's the whole theme here. 
Okay, you see that? Then he says, "Vehine b'tzchilus b'zogzayim in Baruch Shem Ba'elam." The neidet Amiru who believe in b'chinus makshavurot. That's still not the the Mahoy Umahoy Amirazu. Yeah, that's exactly the language of the read Mahoy Amirazu. Let's read. Is literally quoting the the language Mahoy Amirazu. You see it? Sheyia inyan nivdul matzmuse v'hu sheyia elam. It's literally the language of Sharat Fila here. He does, oh, that's the Hulu. He doesn't bring the whole thing. Very interesting. No, he does. The right. And then he continues. This is the continuing with the Rebbe Rashab. This is continuing. So it says here, You see, he says that. For sure it's going to come. Because he, like we said, he says it himself. Love He's literally, I'm, I'm reading both of them exact the same language. Okay. Now the Yeshlema is the Rebbe Rashab explaining that first interpretation. Then goes what? Now comes next. Oi! Finish the parentheses and you'll see the continuation of the Sharat Tefillah. Why don't you just first see the language? The Rebbe Rashab adds Hulus everywhere. It's his style to write Hulus. Now you see the Oi? After the parentheses, what does he say? Oi. 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 Miyad Nisava. That immediately Nisava. Miyad Sha'ola. Birtsene. Haposhet. Gol of Galifu. And that's it. That's it. Okay. So basically, I do this. I, I do this hours. There's all kinds of, this is just one example. I could show you many, many of these. There's literally, right here, you see this little piece is literally the language here. And when you read it, you see the whole thing, it's a different way of learning it. You're getting it over there? This will be on the final. So. Now we're talking. He's looking for it, okay. So that explains that. Now, the next chapter in Sharat Fila. That line he doesn't quote in Ayn Beis. So the Lahavi B'Payel, it should come out of the The Chut, the Kavachut, which is the Kavachut. Yeah, because remember, the, Re- the Rebbe Rashab is taking what he wants to take from it. He doesn't uh, bring every word. In general, the Rebbe said, that the, we don't know why, but the Rebbe Rashab has chulus everywhere. He has chulus everywhere. It's his style. The Rebbe said, Mitla Rebbe Vidal. Mitla Rebbe has Vidal everywhere. Vidal. And when the Friedrich Rebbe would quote by Moran from the Rebbe Rashab, he would literally just cross out the chulus. His entire section, all he did was crossing out the chulus. So the Rebbe Rashab, look, and then he given take five lines and tell me how many chulus you find. Every five lines you'll find one or two chulus. It's in, constant. In, in the, uh, the Rebbe spoke about it. He didn't explain why. He just said, I remember. He said, that's a style. He, he writes chulu, chulu, chulu. Vidal is the Mittler Rebbe. You'll see by the Mittler Rebbe, Vidal, very often at the end of chapters, Vidal. Look at the top of the column two. On page 50 in the page, the copy, Dal. Always, you'll see Vidal's, many Vidal's. Now look at, okay, you don't have the other pages. Daila Maven, enough for those that understand. It's oh. enough said for those that understand. Maven, Bina. Mitla Rebbe's Bina. 
Learning a lot of new things here today, huh? It's pretty heavy stuff. This is this is real chiddush. What we're talking now. Now you're talking real chiddush. I mean, not, I don't mean just the havana. Yeah, you see what the what, what was the Rebbe Rashab? He he was looking in his book. Not in the book. He was probably the book was printed already. He actually was right. He rewrote what he said here. He didn't write it from memory, for sure not. Not not that he didn't have the memory, but you can see clearly that he worked with it. You know, other places are fascinating. I'll show you pages of in, in, in Bay's, like pages taken with with changes, subtle changes. I mean, it's a study. It's a whole lifetime study from everyone. It's a machzedek. Whole whole pages. Alter Rebbe. By me, the main thing is I have to go. I, I like to find it in the Alter Rebbe because that's where it begins. That's where this, the river begins. You want to go to the beginning of the river before you see, you know, you see the middle Alter Rebbe, and then you see how it starts. You know, which Hanukkah of the Alter Rebbe are we talking here? And then you see how the Rabbeim deal with it. It's, it's fascinating. It's really this. They don't even. I'm dealing with Bachim. Trying to. I'm trying to show a few Bachim to do this. They're intimidated. They, they sit in yeshiva all day. They, they, no one's ever talked to them about this. I mean, this is what's done. Lahavdil, or any research student, is doing this with real. I mean, if he's doing real work, he's doing something like this. Comparative uh, sources, texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People. I mean, I would have found this. I mean, it's. it's uh, I, I have a pretty good knowledge of most most of this, So. No, you'd have to find indexes. Sefer Lakutim could help. Other sources. But I would, if, I, if you were going to do something like this, if you wanted to do a project, I probably best would be I can direct you and tell you some sources. And there's rules also how you find sources. Like how do I find, how do you find these things? So there's index, but the indexes are limited. The real way to find it is when you learn a mimer, you look for the telltale signs, like he'll say, Siddur Sharat Fila. So you right away go there. The Rebbe himself will tell you where he's taking it from, if you look good enough. Usually somewhere he's going to tell you that's a source. So then you start, and one source leads you to the other sources already. Like Samach Tzadik. Once you find the Samach Tzadik, it's like finding gold. You know what I mean? It's like, it's finding gold. Because right? he right away tells you all the other places. Like Samach Tzadik will take a thing and say, and this idea was discussed in this mimer and that mimer, that mimer. He's a cross-referencer. He's a major cross-referencer. So it's a key thing. Samach Tzadik is a key uh, traffic police here. Because you go to him, you find Mitla Rebbe, the least. Mitla Rebbe will never say where he took this from. Because the Middle Rebbe was like a yam. The Middle Rebbe is a sea. Really, really like a river. <laughs> the Alter Rebbe is the Mayan, is the spring. It's rooted from there. The Middle Rebbe is already a re- You're in the middle of, of open water, the Middle Rebbe. Terrible. You are lost. Terrible. I'm telling you, you learn this, it's like being in an open sea. Mamish, mamish. Samach Tzedek grounds it back, turns it into... It's like Chachma Bina Das. Samach Tzedek organizes it. He tells you where the sources are. He, he's very precise. He's a real editor in many ways. He adds plenty. Some Sadiq adds tremendous amount of understanding, Havana. The Middle Rebbe is also, his mind, sometimes is so overwhelming, you read it, and you can see there's just a flow of, of consciousness going on here. The Rebbe Rashab is the one that really brings it into, you know, I would never be able to explain what I explain here without the Rebbe Rashab. No way. I mean, probably learning this without the Rebbe Rashab, it's just too, it's like this Helam Atzme, you don't know what to say about it. You don't have Isis. What's Halam Atzmi? You could say, it's, you know, all these things we talk about. Where here, the Rebbe Shab says there's Erin Sov, and that's before, that's before, before Rotson, then there's Rotson. He doesn't do that here. So the Rebbe Shab is like, it says, a little closer to us. Mitla Rebbe is the, is the brain power. The, the Alter Rebbe is the source. Samach Tzadik is the organizer. I mean, I, I don't want to quantify them. They're all Rebbes, and each of them in their own way, but it's a tremendous 
I mean, I was, I was, what was, what was troubling me was, where did this come from? Because in Siddur, the Mitra Rebbe himself has a completely different interpretation. But then I started looking and looking and looking. I told you, I mean, it's, it's all detective work, really, at the end of the day. You could be trained. It's not that difficult. It's not, I, yeah, I learned all my life, so I, I, have, I have knowledge, I have a body of knowledge. But there are methods of how, you know, I, I could train you in methods of how you find the sources and then how you compare. Right now what I'm, I'm going to do, I'm not going to leave this just here. I'm going to actually write this down, first of all, on my pages, that this is Loshan of, I'm going to write Loshan Sharat Villa with a Sophis. And then I'm going to put it up on the website, on this chapter, 69, 70, I'm going to say this is the Sharat Villa with additions. So for, rec- for the record, people will know now, next time someone learns this chapter, they won't have to do this again. You still have to study it to understand appreciate it. Remember, I think that maybe that had a hint about, remember I said... I appreciate the Mittler Rebbe when I read the Rebbe Rashab. Without them that, it's the Mittler Rebbe, honestly, one of the hardest for me to learn. Samach Tzedek I can learn. I did a lot of Samach Tzedek. The Alter Rebbe, Alter Rebbe is also, Alter Rebbe is, you see, is on a different level altogether. He's like, it's like learning Mishnah without Gemara. You know, like learning Chumash without a commentary. You see, it's just, it's, it's not holy, holy, in the sense there's no Avona, but it's very, it, it's concentrated. It's a concentrated, dense stuff. You see depth, but you'd love someone to tell you what, you know, you'd like the Alter Rebbe to sit here and tell you, what do you mean by this? The Rebbe Rashab, remember these Rebbe's, besides being Rebbe's, they all were Kabul from their fathers. Father, Samach Tzedek told the Rebbe Marash things that the Rebbe Marash told the Rebbe Rashab, that the Alter Rebbe told his son. So they were Kabul literally from the source. So they know like, when the Alter Rebbe said a mimer, he told his children things about that mimer. Not everything was written down. So they passed it on. So the Rabbeim learned by their fathers. Their fathers taught them a tremendous amount, which is between the lines. We don't really know what they taught them, but we know when they... When I see the Rebbe Rashab, I see sometimes an explanation. It's clear to me, it's not, just, I mean, not that the Rebbe Rashab can innovate it. It's clear that he heard, and he's, and he's expressing what he heard. You can see that. You can see many times like that. Sometimes they'll say Shamaiti. But very rare. As much as Bina as much as Bina is Gvura, as much as Bina is on the left side. I mean Gvura here is in the sense merely, you know, not I wouldn't say Gvura like Din. No, no, no. More Gvura as in why don't you finish that last part? I think it looks interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. I was going to because it's already I was gonna do the, the, the chapter 8 in Sharad Fila is very similar to chapter 70. It continues. Because what we establish now is what he said in chapter 69. That Baruch Sha'amar, you're taking from a state where there's nothing in existence and it's turning it into a Ratzin. And that's Baruch Sha'amar and Vahoya, the two meanings of Vahoya. Which really is the end of chapter 69. Yeah. Chapter 70 continues... Eight. I'll do this next time. I'll do eight. I have to make a copy of the next page and to learn it properly. We'll do it. Okay. Let's let's just uh, we'll stop here. So we did sixty nine with its sources. Uh, some discussion, a deeper discussion of uh, of the source of Sharat Fila, chapter seven, and then chapter eight pages. Uh, by the way, just for the record, twenty five C through uh, 